So, where we last left off, the party fled to the Warding Wilds after an ambush by the Wizards of the Ruins in Ross's theatre. Um, there was an incredible chase sequence where they were chased down by these monstrous uh, creatures that some of the, the Wizards uh, soldiers were mounted upon and the party valiantly fought them off to escape into the wilds. Um, there they started resting up and tending to wounds um, while Bertie and Caius went off and had a bit of a discussion um, about the wild magic and other matters um, under the auspices of gathering food. They then proceeded to return to camp without food. So, uh, we rejoin the party as Caius and Bertie are rejoining the party. Uh, well, as Caius is sort of making his way back into camp, he's um, taking a little bit to compose himself. Um, and he's going to um, <clears throat> wander up to Anya. She's who, still in the tree, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no worries. He's going to wander up to the tree where Anya is. Just be like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Anya. Caius, is, um, is everything okay? Um, well, I was uh, a bad choice to go and forage. I didn't find anything, uh, and I thought maybe you would be better suited um, to something like that. Okay, um... Do you want to stay here and keep lookout, or I can show you if you want? Um. <clears throat> Apologies. Sorry. Had a little alarm go off there. Let's ignore that and keep going. Um. Uh, well, um, I think someone should probably stay watch. Um, although perhaps when we're in a less precarious situation, you could teach me how to forage better. That's what you would like. You can come on the hunt with me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> thank you. Uh, Caius? Uh, yeah, yes? She kind of... Um, it looks like she is having a lot of difficulty, like... She sort of opens her mouth and closes it a couple of times and she, then she's like... I, um... I'm scared too. And... Uh, I don't know if that helps, but... I think it's... Okay to be... Here. Um, anyway, yes, I will go, uh, uh, food, um, you take care of the others. I, I will. Thank you. 
Um, and Anya sort of uh, swings herself down, um, kind of picks up her bow where she had it resting against like the trunk where the joint of the branch was. Um, and with her other arm just sort of swings down and then lands. Um, and she probably walks in the direction of where she can hear Bertie's footsteps um, and approaches him. Uh, I guess I'll just quickly mention, so um, Kai's kind of like rushed on ahead even if he like took some time to try and compose himself um birdie was trailing quite far behind um and so a little word picture i guess um he was kind of like blinking very quickly with his ears pressed sort of low back against his head um looking somewhere between downcast and actively distraught um and then sort of like starting to breathe less and shake more and i'd like listeners to imagine for extra flavor that he the like the leaves spreading from his hair kind of start to crack with ice um and then sort of at a certain point of distance he like slows to the point that he stops once he's almost back in view of the campsite and then kind of like uh like shaking more sort of like desperately reaches into his backpack which like because it's a handy haversack um, and immediately shifts a bottle to his hand. Um, and he kind of is like, gets a bit more agitated. He drops that back in, tries again, and another different bottle like like basically goes into his hand, um, which he then just tosses um, some distance into the forest. And then um, getting more agitated, he kind of uh, reaches into the little blue bag in his hip, which um, is the same one Kai's got him a year ago. Um, and he takes out the same small wand he was briefly contemplating, if listeners remember, before he confessed to Caius at the ball the day before. Um, and so he's kind of still on the verge of a mild panic attack, but he presses this wand briefly to his temple and closes his eyes for a moment before removing it. And almost immediately his posture straightens. Um, the leaves in his hair shake free of ice and sprout uh, probably little white flowers that would be like mock orange blossoms in our world and his ears prick up more with a sudden burst of something as he takes a deep breath and much more calmly strides to rejoin the clearing probably as he um as anya strides out so Um, when you cast that bertie can you please roll me a d20 sure 17 17 that is fine excellent so probably that, that magic like warps a little bit but that doesn't matter because even if bertie is more concerned because he can feel it then he just calms down he's fine uh, uh, but yeah i will also ask you to roll me a d10 a d10 okay one one okay i mean with your passive perception you can you hear what almost sounds like um some somewhere between like bovine and monstrous like sniffing around but this um, doesn't bother you anya doesn't bother it doesn't bother you for reasons that we are both aware of anya um approaches she would have been able to hear a fair bit of what had gone on from a fair way away just yeah. because of the nature of who she is yeah um uh, the bo- the bovine sniffs are a bit far out of your zone they're, they're a bit i just assume that's so, like yeah. magic 
bullshit. So I was not focusing on that whatsoever. And or Bertie. <laughs> um, what happens between players and DMs outside of podcasts is none of my business. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Anya, she sort of, um, she's put her bow like back to where she usually holsters it on her back and um, she's sort of approaches Bertie um, probably a little bit quietly um, but when she's close enough to him she's like uh, if you're trying for hunting throwing things is probably going to scare away any of the game uh, oh yeah no that was uh, that was pretty stupid of me I just got mad but I'm fine now um man yeah sorry about that you're the pro after all <laughs> um cool actually that's that's awesome that you that uh, i've run into you first Anya. i think um i'll take the first watch tonight you know um are you going out hunting probably better than uh, than me <laughs> i imagine come for a walk yeah uh yeah yeah okay yeah absolutely but um, but yeah, I was thinking yeah, a watch would be great because you know, um, I can imagine what everything feels like for you. I bet he is probably by this point. If Anya is walking, he's just pattering on after her. Um, uh, you know, like I'm sure this is probably not a great place for you right now. And also, like you can spend time with Rook, and, you know, like spend some quality time with her. So uh, I'll take the first watch. But yeah, yeah, sure, let's go for a walk. Like, how can I help? Bertie, I'm... I may not be I'm not... I still see things. I... Yeah, no. So Kaya spoke to me before I... Okay, cool. ...came over. Good. You don't have to justify taking the first watch to me. Okay, cool. It, what what did you mean? say in quick question, I suppose? <laughs> it, it was less what he said and more how he was. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, understandable. <laughs> he just asked me to do the hunt, which is fine, but... Okay, yeah, cool. Cool. Well. Good. Uh, that's good, actually. Well, I don't know how helpful I can be, but I've been wanting to, like, hang out with you a bit more. We haven't been able to catch up. It's been a crazy day. Two days. But We're going to time again. My god. I could hunt in my sleep. I did not ask you to come to help me. Um, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> you are much uh, more equipped. And I'm sure you would know this as well as I, you would be more of a hindrance uh, to... Yeah, no, that's 100% true. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we both know that. But I am aware of my capabilities. So it's... We will have food. And... Yeah. I will... 
get to spend time with you. So yeah, there's we haven't. It's been with the ball. I just yeah no. Uh, and speaking of um, yeah yeah, we want to talk about it now, but. What happened at the ball? With oh, with like the like the 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 the, the, the attack that happened, or uh... no, Bertie, I was there for the attack. You, <sighs> yeah, no, I finally told him. Um. Probably not the best timing, probably quite possibly the worst timing, but, um, well, <laughs> uh, I had to do it. You know, I've been thinking about it for months, so <laughs> I, know. I was going to tell you, but I was kind of like, if I tell anyone that I'm going to do this, I'm going to chicken out. So I just did it. So, um, yeah, it, uh, I still don't know how to think about how that went um you've got more long-term experience than me but uh yeah he didn't reject me so that was interesting um that was one of the things i was expecting so uh well i don't know i just told him a lot about how i feel about him and how it's different to how we've been hanging out how we've been spending so much time together because we've been spending a lot of time together um well, which you know, <laughs> and uh, well, um, I told him I love him, probably, so that was probably more than what I was, I'd rehearsed, but there we go, um, and he just kind of said, oh, a lot, but, right? but he also said that, like, he wasn't like it made sense and he said oh well i liked i like uh, i want to hang out with you a lot of the time so he's kind of went really quiet again and then i got really upset uh, um because he you know how anxious i get and then he asked me if i'd like to go out to dinner and that's yeah so you know to talk and yep yeah. So I don't know, he said that the, yeah, nothing should change, he's still cool holding my hand, um, that we should just do dinner sometimes, but obviously that's not able to happen now because of many things, but pri pri primarily because everything's going to shit again, so, which I'm not mad about, it's fine, this is the priority stuff, and you know, I kind of upset him back then, so... Worst timing. Anyway, my God, what a what a fun. This is a fun forest. Oh boy, what time do you reckon it is? Uh, it's right now. Dusk, which is fine, but Bertie. Uh, that was very brave, and I. I don't know whether it um, makes much of a difference, but I'm proud of you. Um, Betty kind of like, 
Notably, like, he hasn't been getting, like, he sounds uncomfortable, but he hasn't been getting more, like, super agitated, even though, like, he sounds like he would be. Um, but he kind of, like, when Anya says that, he kind of, like, uh, touches, like, her wrist gently, and then kind of, like, slides his hand down to lace his fingers together with hers. He's like, it makes a big difference. She, um, she squeezes his hand and she's like, it's, um, it's funny because living as long as we do, uh, I think a lot of people assume that we would be patient. Yeah. But short-lived races there. We've had so much time to unpack the stuff that comes along with being well different and well what is normal but waiting for someone to figure themselves out one way or another it doesn't matter how long you live, it hurts and it's hard. But uh, you've, you've laid everything out, Bertie. Yeah, and you've made it. everything clear. And I don't know Caius, but I know enough that when you're straightforward with him, that's when things are good. So I know. Thanks. I know it must be super annoying who's talking about him all the time, but I I mean it, it helps talking to Ross, but like it's like you say it's it's you understand what it's like being elf. And well, I never actually asked, um, we don't have to talk about that now because I know it's tough talking about it, but how did you and Bryn get together? Did you wait? Or was it fast? I mean, you're both, you were both, well, you know, not the short lifespan kind of thing you were worried about then. And it's because I know it's slow with, with work, so. Yeah. It's funny because with Bryn, it, it was almost like it was the natural progression of things. We knew each other young, like young for human standards, young. And yeah. we were close then and we knew how important we were to each other, so it was almost like nothing needed to be said. Things just changed. Yeah. And um, like we talked about things, but we didn't talk about the change from what we were before and what we became because it was like when the water of a 
river flows into the sea. It's slow and all at once. Yeah. But not everything is like that, and not everyone can be. I know. I don't mind waiting. I know it's the same with you. <laughs> Not with me. <laughs> with, yeah. with Rook. Uh, but you know. <laughs> no, yeah. I know. It, being willing to wait. And being willing to wait and being capable of waiting doesn't take away how it feels to wait. Especially when you don't know what might happen on the other end. Yeah, that's it. I don't really get to get that to get the chance to have a dinner now. When oh, this is a stupid thing. He's just oh, he's really stressed about the magic everywhere because you know I've talked a bit about what it was like. So I'm stressed about. It. I'm pretty sure well, I know. You would be, um, but he like squeezes her hand a bit tighter. Um, but like, I don't know, and just a lot of stuff. So I kind of did a, I tried to like do a stupid thing to like cheer him up, but that was with magic, and so that upset him. And now he ran off without me. So uh, you know how I have problems with that, but that's fine. That's fine. It's it'll be okay. Um. But yeah, don't don't mention that to him. Um, yes, I'll, I'll uh, mention it to him over the uh, tea and biscuits we have every morning. But he don't be silly. <laughs> uh, I know, I know, I know. You guys, I'm, I'm glad you guys get a lot better than before. Um, well, because you both mean a lot to me, so it's really good. But um, it's important to you, and you're important to me, and that's why I don't yeah. mind talking about him. Yeah, it, that's it. Plus, it's nice to get to know him in a weird sort of way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't always see the best of him, and he doesn't always see the best of me. But you do. And uh, to think that I mean, I see bad things from him and bad things from you. Um, but I also see the good thing really worth it and like the bad things aren't so bad in the long run I think but um who knows maybe eventually Rook will like me more what do you reckon <laughs> I uh it might be a bit of a slow burn on that one <laughs> that's understandable I am quite annoying <laughs> um, um actually I did while we're out here I did want to talk to you real quick about her actually this isn't about her not well not disliking me just not being as you know I'm not her favorite person I'm not the sort of you know ah uh, we're well, both very different yes we're very different absolutely precisely so um the meeting we had this morning um with the like the council and everything Rick was like really confident there i mean i don't know like if you because you might have not you might well you were near her so you might be able to feel it but like she looked really chill there and like she arrived with one of the convocation members at the ball and 
This is stupid, but like, did you know she's been working for the convocation lately, like a lot? Uh, Caius told me she mentioned it because he tells me a lot of things and I figured you knew, but now I guess I'm starting to realize how little we still know about each other and... I don't know, I just, I was just curious, I guess. Um, like, I, I mean, I know she wants to kill the Withers that killed her ma and everything, but I guess I was just wondering if she was on, do you know if she's on a job as well? I, look, um, I've helped her with some of the work she was doing with the convocation. Um, oh, cool, yeah. She, yeah. one of the main ones, you know, when things were basically warded at your yeah. house to store some things. We've been, um, well, there were artifacts that had been stolen by a genie from many different places. Um, oh. I know Rook has been working with the convocation to get back those that were significant to her. Oh. and her heritage. That's understandable. Um, yeah. Makes sense. I may have, once we killed the genie, taken a bunch to return to their homes as well. Oh. So, I've been working with Athena to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's that's good. That's good, though. But um, after that job, while we saw each other and helped each other within the informational capacities that we had, um, yeah, we were. I, you know, I don't trust the convocation. Um, yeah, no. And Rook takes them with a grain of salt too, but. She needed to work closer to them, and I... I'm always here if she ever wants to help, but... Mm. I do not want to ever get in the way of her... Yeah. ...with the things she needs to do. So... I know what you mean. So I know a little, but I... She can be trusted, is what I'm saying. Oh, of course. Like, I I didn't want to imply that. I was just... No. I guess with all this stupid shit with, like, Sam and all that, like, it's just... I don't know. It's, it's good to know what... I... What's going on? I think we, in our own weird ways, all trust each other now, but it doesn't make it easier when we don't know. So. No, that's it. I was just... You know, curious, and you know, Rook much more intimately than I do. <laughs> uh, she, um, I think the convocation members, well, member, she has been working with has helped. Yeah, helped her know how to deal with 
the people that we have to deal with to get what we want. <laughs> but um, she's still the same Brook. Just. I know. Knows when not to be. It's a good idea, I think. Um, yeah. It's a skill I could probably do with, but um, the problem is I don't really want to learn. <laughs> I think it's understandable, honestly. And like, I mean, the reverse is worse because I mean, like, that's kind of, as I've been telling you all year, that's been the problem with guys. It's been kind of like unlearning all of that. So Rook using it tactically is a good idea, but if that's something that you'd get too much practice in, that's also bad. So, um, yeah. 30, just on that. Yeah. With the unlearning. Yeah. Caius makes mistakes sometimes, yes? And missteps sometimes, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only natural and it happens and you would never hold that against him, yes? No, of course not. Maybe, um, commit yourself to that kindness. Um, regardless. Oh, so I guess even though the thing happened earlier on, that the little like flowers, um, that are like kind of just forcibly there, pop, <laughs> and they're just gone. But um, and he kind of like makes like a little like Andy can't see it, but she could probably like feel him tense because he's upset. But then he's like, I know. I'll keep working on it. <laughs> um, I'll keep working. Thank you for reminding me. <sighs> And thanks for this, it's... I guess... <sighs> I know you, we, you actually got you some hunting soon, so that we got some... Wait... <laughs> Darby can roll something for Anya to have just been passively sort of stalking <laughs> something as we've been talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to roll yeah. it at Just like shoots a deer. <laughs> yeah, because um, I just want her to turn around and shoot it. In, in fact, so at, this, at this point, you you have kind of picked up on the, there was the sound. I'll there roll was a the survival. I'll do yeah. it. Oh, no. The, there was, funnily enough, um, the, the creature's as as you're moving, you uh, you notice this odd uh, smell um, that you you kind of recognize um, as that of a uh, catablepus. Um, a, a what? A catablepus. Uh, <laughs> And how do we spell that, Darby? Uh, C-A-T-O-B-L-E-P-A-S. Um, they are aggressive oh, creatures. That both and delightful. Rough uh, cow. Yeah. Um, so they they cool. st- they stink. Um, with a stench that smells like a mix of death, swamp gas, and skunk musk. Um, and strangely enough, you are aware that if if you can deal with the poisons, um, that if you can deal with the poisons, 
it's actually not bad meat underneath. Cool. Um, would she know how dangerous they are? I. Uh, roll, oh, roll survival. Or uh, a... Roll me a nature check. Oh, okay. That's uh, she's less good at that. I. I think. mean, you still have expertise. Oh no, never in mind. It. It's still insane. It's fine. Um, Just not quite as insane as survival. So raw is twenty, but she has that. Oh, not raw, but like without the thing she has, where anything she's proficient in goes up. Um, mm. So it's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're aware of cataplepses. You're uh, aware they can be quite aggressive, um, and they are somewhat tough, um, but not incredibly. Um, they they might have given you some trouble in your in your younger days, but they'd be nothing compared to some of the stuff you've dealt with in recent years. Um, and yeah, and for that you would you would probably know the correct way to like prepare it so that it's not going to poison everyone. Cool. Um, she turns around um, and shoots an arrow in the distance that she can hear it. Okay, uh, roll to hit with yep. advantage because it cannot see you from here. Wonderful. Um, that's very good news for me. Because um, it means you get sneak attacked. Yeah. Um, so that is 21 to hit. A 21 will hit. Wonderful, I'm glad. Um, so what do we got? So there's 1d8 plus eight raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. 12 uh, of just the wild bow damage um, plus the 2d10 radiant plus the 6d6 uh, sneak attack which is so 30 plus the 12 so 42 points of damage 42 so um, you yeah, so you let loose this arrow and it flies through, hits the cataplepus. It's it's still standing, but greatly wounded. And it turns around and does it see you in the distance? Yes, it does. I rolled a natural 20. Um, and <laughs> um, it begins- Anya sort of leans across to um, Birdie very quickly and she's like, um, this may take a couple of hits, but it's good meat, promise. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you still have a bonus action before it begins to charge. Oh, shit. I forgot about those. Um, she... Oh. Mm, she's not going to leave Bertie to just be uh, hit. So maybe she's going to... Oh, you're trying to put me in a trap, Darby. I see you. I see you. Um, nah, nah, she's, she's just gonna, she's gonna be there. She might, um, sort of step out of the way and sort of pull Bertie out of the way of where it will charge at. Okay. Um, so the cataplepus is going to charge and you see from its, uh, like, 
from its mouth. It opens up its mouth in this horrific roar. And as it gets about within about 30 feet of you, I need you to make a constitution saving throw as this green, sickly green beam comes blasting towards you. Uh, that's a 16. That just makes it. Wonderful. Um, so uh, you still take half damage which will be so that's 37 so half to 18 points of damage do i have something uh oh, deck saves you're thinking of yeah i was thinking yeah. of something else i have but no um uh, can i uncanny dodge this uh because it's just when an attacker you see hits you with an attack this this isn't an attack per se, it's an ability. That it's uh, I'll... Hmm. <laughs> it's... it's... yeah. I think it's ambiguous enough that I'll, I'll allow it, so yeah, you can halve Perfect. it again. So, so that's just, nine points instead. Yeah, so nine points of necrotic damage. Um, and... yeah. Um, so that's its turn. Um, and so it is about 30 feet away from the two of you right now. Wonderful. Um, Anya is going to bonus action hide mm-hmm. and then attack it. All right. Okay. Uh, I don't think you can roll low enough to, to not uh, hide from it. So... Yeah, so... Uh, the higher of that to advantage that advantage uh, yeah that that hits that hits I don't know if you're capable of missing this without a natural one wonderful um so the raw damage for that is 15 plus the 2d10 and the 66. Uh, so 15 plus 29, so 44 points of damage. Okay, so so you hit it with this arrow and it just <laughs> collapses to the forest floor. Cool. Um, She's going to um, take out her plus three dagger um, and just just to be safe, um, toss it at its head. Um, right. So that's a 30 to hit. Yep. Um, and an additional 1d4 plus eight, so nine damage. Yeah, it's dead. It's dead? It's yep. dead. Cool. She just wanted to double check. Yeah. She doesn't know. It could have just fallen. She can only hear. Yeah. And it smells like death anyway. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, you did that super fast, which is not surprising. It's been a while since I've seen you kill. Like, wow. My God, that thing stinks. Yeah, it's not um the greatest. It's going to smell a little um weird here. Do you have any... Cloth that you would do not like. <laughs> You'll have a sack. Oh, uh, I got a bedroll. I don't even know why I packed it actually, because 
well, well, um, uh, yeah, hang on. And Betty will, like, reach into his backpack and take that out, like, okay, cool. And uh, I don't know how that's going to taste. Um, Kai's got some spices that he could probably use if he brought them with him. So, uh, I, um, maybe you can ask him about that. The meat underneath does not smell. Oh, um, good. Going to, I guess you want me to roll a survival or something because she's going to get the, the good, good meats and wrap them up in this and leave the rest of it to the forest. Um, yes, but before you do that, I would like you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Fuck me. Because of Darling. how horrid this stench is. That's an 11. That is a, an 11. So you are poisoned. Um, so it's not a lasting poison. It's just, just while you're within within the range of the corpse. Um, but that does mean you will have disadvantage on the check to harvest the mint. Um, which... Anya sort of makes a gagging, like sort of starts gagging a little bit and she's like, oh, okay, uh, but you just stay, stay back there. Oh, I just... This up here. That um somewhere that here might be best. Uh okay, and survival? Yes. Survival works. Cool. Um, so the lowest she can roll is a 27, by the way. <laughs> which is yeah. what she got. So even <laughs> with this advantage, <laughs> even with the nauseating smell, this is perfectly uh, a simple thing to do for you. Cool. Terrifying skill on your harvest. She meat. harvests a good amount of meat that she knows will keep for like a little bit, um, once cooked and prepped properly, and yeah. rolls it up in the bag and probably uh, is a little bit straining, uh, um, trying to carry it. But he does yeah. <laughs> spray some perfume at it, <laughs> or at least in Anya's face direction. It's the perfume that he has. <laughs> okay. You okay. Make the meat um, charismatic, but you know. And she sort of turns back once she's picked it up and sort of heaved it over her shoulder. She turns back to um, the creature and she's like, Thank you for your uh, contribution to uh, the continuation of our lives and our mission. Um, I will leave you to the forest so you can become food for the creatures here and continue the cycle. And then she turns to Bernie and she's like, let's go, let's go, it stinks. Let's okay, go. yeah, 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 let's go. Cool, cool, cool. Um, awesome. Well, uh, just real quick, real quick before we go back to the camp, um, and Bernie's like, tries to like really uselessly like help her carry. <laughs> like like the, the, the lightest part of the meat. <laughs> Like he's like carrying like the he's holding onto like a bit of the fabric or something like that. <laughs> um but he's also kind of like keeping his body close to her so she knows exactly where he is. Um he's like real quick, um Well, um don't tell everyone else, but I wanted to check with you, I guess. Um the us getting found out right away back there, do you think this means the missions failed? 
like Kaius does, but well, you know how he gets. He's had the axe hovering over his head all his life, so he gets, you know, um, but what do you think? We are once again walking into the eye of the storm. The only difference is we now have notoriety and we know the storm is there. (laughs) And we see everywhere the storm is. That's true. It's okay that the storm can see us back. Yeah, I know. It makes sense. I know. It doesn't make it easier. It just means we have to be more careful. That's it. I agree. I thought I'd... You know, I wanted to know your opinion because, you know, I... You've been through a lot of that stuff, so... You know how I... I care about what you... Well, you know! (laughs) Anya, she, like, has this soft sort of um, little smile that she's hiding... um, sort of turned away from Birdie um, but she's like uh, I thank you <laughs> no. no problem thank you and I guess for me uh, yeah I'm scared about all this but I gotta believe we can do this because otherwise things will be real bad and if nothing else I I mentioned this a little bit but I'm worried Ross and Newman won't want to pull out of things even if this mission fails we got to keep them safe. And I, I know you and I will. They were here for us when we needed it. Yes. Yeah. It's and only fair. It's only fair. Yeah. Thanks for being here with me, Anya. I really appreciate this. It's good to have a friend who gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I might still keep watch. I don't. I don't know what Caius wants to do. I think I've got an idea, maybe, though. Um, what might cheer him up? So, I'll keep watch once we get back camp. If you need help cooking anything, Caius actually knows how to do a few recipes if no one else has got time. Um, but if you need lots of help, let me know. <laughs> I think the biggest help would just be to keep Newman away from uh, the kitchen. That's a very good idea, especially considering a thing that he has now that uh, I can't tell you about. <laughs> not at all completely concerning to me whatsoever. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Um, Absolutely not. Um, and you know what? Well, let's. Uh, I actually have a couple of bottles in my bag, so why don't we share one on the way back, eh? Hey, hey, hey. She uh, she kind of she frowns a little bit, but then she thinks about the day she's had. <laughs> you know me, pull one up. Absolutely. We walk back. They swear, swear. They share swigs while passing it back and forth, and it's fucking meat. Right. I'm just imagining being at the creature. It's just this huge slab of meat. So. Or- Hug. Yeah, yeah. So, um, is there anything else over the course of this evening that people would like to cover? I oh, no. I was just going to say, Caius wanted to, uh, if we are having some form of semblance of dinner, 
when everyone is together, um, Caius would just be sort of getting very awkward and sort of fidgety, and he'd start to like open his mouth to speak and then stop a couple of times, um, and really sort of has sort of a furrowed brow and almost like crossed eyes, like he's really thinking hard. Um, <clears throat> and he'll just very um, abruptly just sort of stand up in the middle of where we're all having dinner. He's be like, Hi! Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to very quickly, um, while we're all here, um, I've been trying not to bottle things up um, anymore, so I just wanted to tell everyone how I was feeling because communication is important, I've been told. Um, I am nervous and uncomfortable with the effects that this forest has on magic. Um, it reminds me of when my magic made me almost kill my fiance. Thank you. And he's going to sit back down and just sort of breathe and go, nope, I don't think it helped. <laughs> then he'll just start eating again. Bob, uh, I believe perhaps the best course of action would be for everyone to sort of keep magic on the down low. I mean, obviously, if it's necessary, by all means, but I mean, for the safety of yourself and everyone here as well, just I'm planning on keeping it to a need to use basis, um, which would be a little bit strange because I use it so often. But is everyone else OK with that? And I hope that puts you at ease, Caius, if, you know, less events happen because of this. Caius just sort of nods awkwardly. <laughs> Anya, um, she, had, like, throughout Caius's speech was, like, a little bit, like, just continuing to eat her food very pointedly and stiff, like, minding her business. Um, and then as Newman pipes up, she's, she's just kind of like, uh, not to take cues from Caius, but I guess in the interest of being up front this place fucking terrifies me and the magic feels weird and I don't like how weird the magic feels that being said and I know this is very rich coming from me given what we went through last year Mistakes will happen and slip-ups will happen. And I think it's important that we work together 
and don't punish each other for it. Because we're all kind of a little bit magic now, which is scary enough on its own. So... Yes. Um, meat's good. Thanks, Bertie, for helping. <clears throat> Newman she goes didn't back say to anything. Very pointedly <laughs> and awkwardly. Newman didn't say anything because he took a bite of meat just as Anya started talking and was like trying to down it as quickly as possible to try and respond but did not get it in time and then sort of was just like mm, I can't really say I'll let this moment thumbs up maybe like a once he had his food completely in his mouth maybe like, like a silent applause. important <laughs> important is it actual applause is the the hand contact or is it just a little silent applause well I guess it's like just naturally it's quite padded so, yeah, a little bit on the silent side. Okay. Uh, 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 but is there port-to-port contact is what I'm asking? Yes. Cool. So it, it was an pause. Observe your encouragement. <laughs> uh, please excuse my abhorrible pun. <laughs> Ross is like, thank you so much, Caius, for... sharing that I do feel like it is worth stating again not to minimize the issues we all have I know that half the almost half the party have issues with wild magic she tries not to but kind of does glance her eyes over birdie as well but it is again I will not be using magic unless we absolutely need to, but it is worth remembering that wild magic is not an all-encompassing terror. These woods have lived here for thousands of years. Apart from the wizards, they've never really hurt anyone. So I think we can, you know, work through this as a team, but there is space to learn to appreciate the magic in here and not just be scared of it. Magic is magic. It is just what we do with it that matters. Uh, anyway, are we all having a wonderful meal? Yes. Thank you, Betty and Anya. Anya, um, uh, while Ross had been talking, Walking, and as she was saying, takes a couple of deep breaths and looks uh, a little bit eased by that. It's, um, it's a bit weird, it, but it smells like bad cheese. It's really mm. stinky. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, does is Neiman familiar with that? Uh, roll me a nature check. I'm going Ooh. nature. I don't think that's one I've Pass. ever done before. Well, Probably not. That's a twelve. Oh. Yeah, it's not overly uh, familiar to you. That's fine. Ah, oh, well, yeah, whatever it is, I guess, um, yeah, first time for everything. Uh, here's hoping we can get some tastier stuff. Not that I'm It's like, fussy. um, <laughs> no, it's, it's tasty. Shut up, Newman. Because <laughs> it doesn't have mayonnaise. Exactly. Um, Anya says, like the, the uh, um, why have I forgotten the name of really every continent um, in our D&D world right now? Karath. It's like the Durian from Karath. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. Katabit. I knew it tasted familiar at the same time. I've smelled these creatures before, but I didn't know that they were edible. Oh, yeah. Mm, Nice work on this. Um, And yeah, Newman just continues to eat. No more complaining. Ross would (laughs) like to. to Sound away from Anya. (laughs) Ross would like to vibe check the atmosphere of this party <laughs> party dinner okay i uh, guess in huh in yeah i guess insight check general insight oh no what was that yikes that is it um well comfy yeah, no, Newman's pretty at peace, but he does occasionally look over to the tree where he casted that dome of essentially pop-up camp and then um, shows signs of, like, regret and, like, gosh, I'm so stupid. As he, as you might remember, he walked out of it as soon as he casted it, which cancels the spell. That's about it. That's the only thing that he's being real agitated about. But apart from that, he's pretty chill. <laughs> Rook's looking kind of like contemplative and uncomfortable, um, and she's like, um, like trying to like quietly like um, taking on Anya during that talk. Really gave her hand a squeeze. <laughs> Anya would have started all of it looking wildly uncomfortable, but now she looks only mildly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> And she's probably like very appreciative, showing appreciative signs to Brooke. Uh, yeah. Caius is hard to read. Okay. And Bertold? Um, Bertie, probably, I assume, because we're at dinner now, must have. Um, assisted only carrying stuff back um prep would have happened and then he would have been like uh at the perimeter most of the time um he's sitting probably not not 
like notably away from everyone else, but he has been sitting very quietly, um, maybe closer to Anya, um, but like away from people. And he has been quite, the expressions were quite schooled. She was probably paying attention to Caius while Caius was talking, but everybody did look, um, Um, like when other people are talking as well um, but that's the general vibe he's just you know for his expression yeah. quite schooled um, he hasn't been eating he's been like pushing the meal around in his plate that's all mm-hmm. uh, and Sam Darbolt uh, Sam is he he seems mildly uncomfortable but not as uncomfortable as he has been uh, since uh, since like everything happy we're not currently bullying him yeah <laughs> all right yeah so the so the general aura is not great the vibes aren't great of this party ross is observing all this she does take particular note of of betty <laughs> um it's like that is a conversation to have in a minute and she also takes particular note of caius and is like Ooh, should probably have a conversation with him at some point. And then she's going to kind of clap her hands and go, So Newman, you have a dragon? Uh, yeah. Um... I'm, I'm pretty sure I helped you build parts of that and I didn't know it was happening. What? Yeah, I What's sort of did goal? it in a very abstract way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of... um. You were really helping me with the prototypes, essentially, and then I I didn't want to waste materials, so maybe that's why none of it looks familiar. But yeah, no, it's, um, I guess technically I have a dragon, but it's more so Zoot Zoot can be a dragon now, if he so wants. And it all comes and fits in your pocket as he reaches into his pocket and brings out a miniature robot dragon. Right. Dragon to go. And that's what you've been doing for a year. It's one of the many things I've been doing, actually. Um, Another thing is um, I actually have been working on the armor itself. I've been testing it, seeing what it's capable of, and I actually made a bit of a mistake. Um, Ended up damaging the armor quite badly, which actually made it improve it, it i think i unlocked something in the armor what? is that what all that glowing was from the spare room that one time <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> you <laughs> i get like yeah. remember it's not in the spare room it's technically not it's in you know my space where any damage that occurs will only be temporary in that space and no damage damage will be suffered to the spare room except for maybe like the dust that i sweep into there every now and then but yeah like no nothing to worry about all precautionary Mm -hmm. measures were taken but but you You felt no need to share this with the class, with the house, with the party? And she gestures at everyone. (laughs) Um, You all sort of get how I can be sometimes when I've got a project in mind. I just stick my head in it and I don't come out for a couple of days. 
um, <laughs> like that time on the airship, for example, um, as he Anya... gestures to the rest of the party. Anya shrugs and goes, not my business. <laughs> but yeah, it's... <laughs> It's just, yeah, sometimes I just need the time by myself and um, I guess I don't necessarily think it's that big of a deal, I guess. And I sort of wanted the dragon to be a surprise. As for the armor, yeah, no, I didn't think it was that big of a deal at the time. So I guess I must have put it in the back of my head. The dragon's really cool, Newman. You, it's a, you were surprising. You did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I think it is a big deal and a good surprise. Yeah, um, I'm just glad Zuzu can help out more. And Zuzu is glad he could help more. So he was very happy with with today. He, um, Yeah, no, he's he was actually quite thrilled with it. <laughs> I think it's not every day a little tiny robot gets to be in a massive dragon fight hundreds of meters above a city <laughs> i don't think even kira could have uh, pulled that off i mean it's mainly thanks to everyone else that we got away like as fast as Utsuit is they were still faster and catching up and flanking and if it wasn't for everyone with their abilities and their weapons and your wand as well ross like you guys did some really really big damage and basically allowed us to get away and you too Caius as well mm. that stunt you pulled off scared the absolute crap out of me but was incredible yes sorry about that that uh yes I've been doing a little bit of practice and uh I probably should have mentioned that that's something that I can do <laughs> it's all good like I basically trust all of these crazy things you do at this point I've, I've seen you do some absolutely ludicrous things and you always come out on top so I basically just got into the stage where I'm concerned but trust that you'll be okay you seem to know what you're doing <laughs> actually and Rook kind of like goes and like spins to face Birdie and is looking very serious speaking of such uh what on Fierlor? Was that leaping about and stabbing people, Birdie? That was incredible. Oh, oh. kind of like killed like a dozen, like half a dozen people in like six seconds. <laughs> so when Rook turns to him, Birdie's ears like flick up like instantly. He like shrinks it even more. He's already been looking very subdued, but then his like entire face just blushes blue, and then he kind of like looks down at the meal that he hasn't been eating. He's like. Oh, um, and his ears like go back to sort of that midpoint. Um, he's like, oh, well, I've, I've been practicing, and well, you know, um, hey, it's a technically a spell, but I've been trying to get faster at stuff, and well, uh, this helped a lot. And um, he kind of like uh pulls the sleeve up a little bit to point to the um, uh, like the roots, I guess you can see of like the cherry blossom tree that he has on his like shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, kind of like lets that go, and then like points to, and then pulls his collar back to one side, where it kind of the branches crest up onto his neck almost. Um, he's like, "Yeah, I got a, a spell put to help." So, no, I'm trying to get faster. I've been doing a, a bit of training. Um, with Kaiser's help, so you know, um, yeah, you know, 
try to work on that. Thank you. That's very kind of Damn, you. Damn. Yeah, that <laughs> was really impressive. Uh, thank you. Quite good on the field there. Yeah, no, uh, thank you. I haven't had much time to practice. I, it was good to show off at the school, but like, um, apart from that, it's been, um, yeah, no, thank, thanks. <laughs> I'm glad I could help. That's, 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 that's the most no, important thing. No, you're doing thing. well. Oh, wait, so have yeah. you been, uh, you've been doing your own training at Caius's school? Hmm. Caius has a school? Oh, well, I've been, um, what? Uh, Yeah. He's like teaching people to fight and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Hang on. And he looks like at Ross um, and turns his head to one side, and then kind of looks at Kai, and then just like uh, the blush goes away, and he kind of like looks down at his fruit again, and his ears flick back more. So Caius has got like half a bit of meat just sort of hanging out of his mouth. He's like, oh, oh um. Uh, and he just sort of takes it out and puts it back on his plate. And he goes, um, <clears throat> yes, sorry, I forgot to bring that up. Um, I have a... I, um, just be uh, better people and fight and uh, do stuff. And Bertie helps sometimes, and he's he's very good. He's very good with uh, the children. Bertie blushes again, um, and kind of like nods awkwardly, but does not look up. Oh, oh! How long have you had the school? Ross purposely shifts her eyes to flat red, so Caius cannot tell she's looking between him and Bertie, like feverishly. <laughs> um, a few months. It's just in a in an old hall uh, in Dorham. Um, it wasn't really being used for anything else, so I, um, well, thought it, I could do something like this to pass a bit of time. Um, oh. There's something else to do, so I bought the hall and um, a couple of teachers, and um, most days of the week they have classes. And, and you and Birdie help out, yeah. Yes. Well, how long have you known Rook? Why aren't you teaching there? Um, oh, I only uh, learned the other day when uh, Kai said to stop by and to let them know that he was going away for a while. Literally this morning. Literally today? Yeah, yeah, yeah just this morning. <laughs> it's been a long day, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, <laughs> time zones. <laughs> um, Anya sort of lets out a a gasp, um, just a little one. And then she's like, oh, oh, I thought when y'all were t- talking about the children that you were talking about, um, God, what's Caius's normal horse called again? Fredwood. Fredwood. That you were talking about Fredwood and, um, fuck. Theodore. Theodore? No. No. Laura. Oh, Muesli. My God, that's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, That you were talking about, uh... I... 
this makes a lot more sense. I was very confused about the things you were saying the children had done. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably should have been clearer. <sighs> I know, well, I'm sorry for overhearing. But to be fair, I have been living at Bertie's house for the past 12 months. Yeah, to your funny feet. Oh. Yes, um, right. The feet that I do not have. Uh, right. Well, along this vein, Caius, how long have you been able to turn invisible? Ah, um, that, um, <clears throat> that is also a fairly new, uh, thing. I wanted to, um, uh, well, I mean, since everything happened, um, well, I mean, the year before, um, you know, fighting, uh, gods and, and generally angry people. And there are a few instances where there was um, magical effects that were cast on myself that made me do things that I otherwise would not want to do. So I decided to try and find ways to fix that and stop that happening in the future, which is, um, well, uh, why I... Uh, well, why I changed armors and why I can uh, now turn invisible as well. Right. Well, that's very good of you. Sorry, so the armor can turn you invisible? Oh, no, the armor's... No, the armor's completely different. That just that just helps um, me to not uh, hopefully have other people... Um, fiddling with my um, my head um, I haven't properly tested that yet uh, but I've been told that it definitely works and I hope it does because I paid a lot of money for it um, no the invisibility um, that's uh, that's the tattoo that I have on my back what you're <laughs> sorry Zoe needs a second <laughs> Sam pipes up. I was going to comment on how handy the fact that that armor is mithril will be to the stealth mission, but this is much more interesting. Oh, yes. No, that helps as well. Um, I no longer... Oh, listen to this. And I sort of jump and I don't make yeah. armor noises. Yeah, there's a little bit of like... But oh, nowhere near as... as I jump. But like... <laughs> yeah, but from the armor <laughs> no itself, armor. there's a little bit of like a kind of tinny... Um, but but not the ching 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 that there would be before. Ross is looking directly at Bertie. <laughs> Bertie again, like he's looking at people's like looks of confusion. Is like, huh, huh. Like he looks at Rook. Does Rook look surprised? Uh, yeah, Rook. yeah. <laughs> he then Does like he, he looks at. He like sweeps over at people, then looks at Rook, sees that she's surprised, and is like, and his like ears flick straight up. Um, 
but he then just like just makes like some like incredulous look and then like looks straight back down at the food he hasn't touched and just kind of like starts steepling his fingers like contemplating something. Ross looks back at Caius. When? Did, I thought you hated needles. Oh, I do. I still do. Arguably, I think I hate them more now. Um, <clears throat> I'm not a fan at all. I do not want to get another one. I was um, not okay at all for the whole thing. Hmm. Yeah. No. Magical tattoos take a take a while. They take a very long time. Yeah. Yes. No. Um. There was a period where I uh, lost track of time because they they gave me something. Um that they said just sort of take a little bit of a, a bite of, of this and it'll sort of it'll stop with the pain so I ate the whole thing and then I don't know what happened um, yeah that well, that lasted a long time <laughs> right. but at least it worked <laughs> yeah that's quite the useful acquisition uh, what design did you decide on um, well, I mean, I can probably just show you. I think that would be easier to explain. Um, I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen it in a while, so some of the details are a little bit blurry. Um, uh, yes, okay, and Caius is going to take a quick look around the perimeter. Are we currently being attacked? <laughs> Roll me a perception check. All right. Um, as he does that, Anya's gonna lean across to Rook and she'll just be like, help me see this one. Of course. Uh, that is an eight. An eight. You're not sure. There's nothing in sight, though. I am confident. I will attempt to remove my back plate. Okay. Uh, and as he does so, and, um sort of lifts up the um, undershirt that he has. Uh, for those of you who have seen, uh, well, mainly for um, Bertie and Ross, I think are the only ones who have seen Caius's scar. Um, if you look very closely, it is still there, but there is a large tattoo which is covering it. Um, and the tattoo is the base of... Uh, what seems like an ocean and breaching the surface is a um, a giant phoenix coming up through the ocean towards the ceiling and one of the wings is um, where the tattoo is uh, one of the wings is where the scar is sorry Yes, we could describe this to Anya and to like say, um, yeah, like what colours it is and such as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to double check, but I think it's a bl blue phoenix as well. It's like a blue phoenix coming out. he does sneak his eyes towards um, Caius when he does this and then looks back down at his meal, but he does not look surprised. That's, it's beautiful. Oh, um, thank you. 
I'd hoped it was. Did you design it yourself? Um, sort of. I, I did a couple of drawings of it. Um, they weren't great um, drawings, but I just sort of gave a bit of an idea on what I wanted to um, the artist. Um, and, and work as well, um, just with a couple of ideas that I had sort of rolling around, um, which I thought was fair because, uh, well, I mean, he was there when that happened as well, so. I, f- I figured. <laughs> no, it's it's beautiful, Caius. It's wonderful work. If, if you're only going to have one, it might as well be a showstopper. Well, um... Definitely is only going to be one. Yes. Uh. Mm. Yep. Ross, like. Doesn't. And almost without thinking, she turns and looks straight at Sam and goes, So have you got any tattoos I need to know about? evil little DM face. <laughs> that evil little DM there's, face. There's a look on... Actually, roll me an insight check. Okay. That's a 11. Okay, that's that's probably enough. Because uh, he's not necessarily trying to hide it actively. Like, there's, there's a look on his face that is like a momentary... Do I make this joke or don't I? Before, like, he clearly decides not to make the joke. Um, he says, uh, No, I do not have any tattoos. Right. Okay, then. Uh... God, uh, you could you could put your shirt on now. Caius, it's a beautiful piece. I'm oh, yes, glad uh, you and Birdie got to to spend all that time together with that design. I'm sure it means a lot to you. It's wonderful. Well, I mean, I think it probably means a lot to both of us because we were both on the back of that phoenix. So, um, I mean, it, it makes sense, um, you know, for it to be remembered because that was such a, um, what was the word, a for- formative? For- format- form- yeah, that, that's probably the right that's word. It. Yes, no, um, uh, formative uh, part of my year, and it's where we got uh, Theodore as well. So makes sense. Mm. Ross yeah. just puts her head in her hands, <laughs> and it looks very nice. It does. Caius is going to put his backplate back on. All right. Is there anything else people want to cover before bed? Um, very, very quickly, after dinner, like, while Birdie's doing his watch, Ross is just gonna, like, go up to him, like, sneak. I, I assume, are we all sleeping outside or are we sleeping in Newman's workshop? I assume we're sleeping in Newman's workshop and Birdie's, like, sitting out the front. Um, Newman did invite, but I can't remember if the reception was... I mean, Ross is sleeping in the workshop, so... yeah. I think everyone was pretty fine with sleeping in the workshop. Yeah. 
I think I said I put up a tent, so maybe Rook is in a tent outside <laughs> or inside the workshop. A tent inside the workshop, absolutely. Tent inside the workshop. <laughs> so Ross is going to sneak out of the little workshop and just crouch down next to Birdie and just kind of lean her shoulder against his and be like, not a great day. Um, so Bertie would have been like, um, probably like, yeah, sitting with his knees drawn up um, to his chest. He's kind of got like his sword, like within reach. Um, and he sort of like had his spell book open, um, and was kind of like drawing something, I guess. Um, but like when Ross approached, like his little like ear, one of his ears would prick up and kind of swivel because it's little... at least Bertie has slightly like little like uh, rabbit, ear, rabbit ears. Um, and then so very alert regardless and he would have like closed that and like he said like a little box next to him um and then he would have like uh kind of like put his book down actually for listeners i believe i don't think it's been mentioned in the podcast yet darby you can tell me if i'm if i'm remembering incorrectly but his spell book no longer has little veins all over it no, it's more it like a regular not. book yeah. yeah yeah cool little visual thing um and um but yeah, yeah so he's kind of I think the cover itself is still black, but yeah. there's now a kind of almost where where the pages once looked kind of ashen. I think mm. they probably now uh, look almost um, frosted over on the edges. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he kind of like so he, he put that there. So by the time Ross gets there, he's just kind of sitting there with his knees wrapped around his um his arms wrapped around his knees. Um, so when she does that, he kind of like uh, tenses a little bit, but then kind of like um, like does let's have a very long sigh. It's like, yep, for you too, I'm guessing, for everyone, I suppose. Long day, very long day. I'm not gonna patronize you by asking if you're doing okay. Well, then I won't do the same to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, are you, um, have you got a plan, I guess, for what you want to do tomorrow? Tomorrow, not so much. Yeah. Trek through the wilds. Try and get out as fast as we can. Yeah. Uh, I don't know these woods very well, but I grew up here. I know some of what it can do. Yeah. And and then Anya's good at tracking, and mm. I think Rook mentioned that she's been through here somewhere before, so that some things must look the same at least. Yeah. Even if she ain't been this way. And you know. You and Caius have been to a whole other plane of existence, so... Ah, uh, yo. Yep. Because we have a lot of survival tactics between us. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I wasn't very useful when I went there, but, um... Yeah, no. Improvising is good. I mean... Yeah. Mm. I, I, we'll I said that, you know, mm. um, we'll, we'll be able to improvise. We've been through bad shit like this before, but we kind of know a bit more about what we're doing this time, so even if it's bad, we'll get it sorted. Yeah. yeah. And 
I have ideas for what we can do when we're on the other side. Good, good. And it'll be good. Cool, good. Yeah. It'll be good. Um, yeah. And you know, we'll just have to see how we go with magic and um, uh, yeah. How are you feeling about Sam right now? Being here <laughs> in the party. Um, must feel bad considering the things look. last night. <laughs> And everything. He... Well, uh, I don't feel bad for the reasons I think everyone assumes I would feel bad. Yeah? She... She kind of looks at a point just beyond Birdie's left shoulder. And she says... I may or may not have kissed him on his couch, on your couch, and then like four hours later told him I loved him, but also that we shouldn't be in a relationship. So. <laughs> Hang on, Rivari. You told him yes. you loved him four hours later. I know you kissed him <laughs> on my couch. <laughs> but four hours later was after the. Th- mm-hmm. Rivari. <laughs> Tell, tell. <laughs> well, um, you know, I you have had to deal with a lot of me this past year, and you've had to deal with a lot of me talking about Sam in the past year. Oh, it's fine. I talk about Kai's clothes like, literally constantly, so <laughs> it's, it's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you've been trying to be gentle with me about it, but. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, something about last night. He. I found out about the modified memory yeah. and everyone lost it. And. Well, it wasn't good. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't mad about that or anything. I just realized I was upset at the idea that maybe he'd only come back to make sure the mission went well. Ah. And how the idea that that really sucked. No. And it made me upset. And I I realized that I realized that I don't want to be conditional with him. I think that's good. Uh, maybe the exact worst possible moment. Yeah, you so, like. What's what's the deal, yo? Then, like, you told him you loved him. What did he do? Looked. Did he go oh. shocked? Oh no. No, he did. He looked shot and shocked and a bit sad. And then had a very extended and lovely metaphor for giving me his heart uh, via brooch. And okay. uh, I. Yep. Yeah. So I then uh, reaffirmed that uh, it can't work and left. Because. So frankly, he's taking things very well, all things considered. Okay, okay. All right, just. just- Hang on, so you told him you loved him, but you can't be Mm -hmm. together. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. But this is kind of the moment that you've realized that you do like him, but you want him to not be as, like, professional. Because to be fair, 
I get it's a coping mechanism. He's trying to be very professional here, but it's not. It's not working very many wonders for many of the people here in this party. Um, so that's the complicated place. They so and it was the breakup thing was entirely because of the modified memory thing. No, it's uh. Well, it a little it. While we're both still doing this, yeah. <sighs> this is a lot to admit. If it came down to it, I know either of us would choose the mission over each other. Uh, I like kind of that. turns to Ross because she's been seeing his side and kind of like. Um, I guess, like, yeah, he swings an arm around her and then, um, like, turns to her, like, so he's kind of, because he's short, he's, like, kind of propping his chin up um, on her shoulder. He's like, so you've kind of started to think he's the same as you, guess, and that's why you're worried? We're too similar (sighs) for it not. For me to think any other way. That's really rough. Not a good girl's feelings to kind of come out. I guess that's that's why stress does that to you. (laughs) That's tough, though. You still kissed him. What was it like? On my couch. (laughs) He had lipstick stains all over him. The second I walked in, I could tell. And then, well, and then Rook said that thing. My Mm. gosh. Well, um, look, it, look, it, it felt, it seemed right at the time. It was uh-huh. very scratchy. I can um, imagine. <laughs> yeah, he. Well, probably what kissing cars would be like, <laughs> like the, all the facial hair. My gosh. Mm, you know, I mean, that, I that don't was think your first that, kiss. You want to talk about it? So, yeah, no, well, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, well, mm. interesting. That yeah. leaves you in a difficult, a strange situation. <laughs> you told Sam you loved him. You told Caius you loved him. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's different. How? He said, oh, a lot. <laughs> and then asked you on a date. Which I can't go on now because we're on a mission. Well, I don't know. We've got a lot of time in the wilds, probably. I'm sure I can, I don't know, peel some almonds, make a plate. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And like, he doesn't even... I made him upset early today. I don't know. But Arnie said I should stop beating myself up. So I don't know. I got a plan, actually. Maybe you can help with that. But we will... I don't know. We'll see. Um, so... Cool. My God, Ross, you just admitted to me that you both admitted it, like we've read the elephant in the room that you did kiss Sam. You admitted to me that you love him. You're never going to hear yeah. the end of this, Ross. Ravari, darling. I I know. Look, it. honestly, I was really... Like, for the ten minutes in between us kissing and everyone coming into the room, I did realize that everyone was going to know and everyone was going to probably razz me to the end of my life about it. But then the everything else happens, so... Oh, no, Honestly, at this point, I'd prefer getting razzed. 
I mean, if you want that, that could definitely be arranged. Am I going to regret saying that, Bertie? Well, obviously, but that, that's most things you tell, the most juicy gossip you tell me. The true yeah, thing is, is if, if Newman ever discovers that you're comfortable enough with that, you will never hear the end of it. We can't tell Newman. No. Well, we can try not to, but, um, uh, what do you reckon the thing that would make things easier since you've kind of realized you see a bit of yourself in him and that's hard when you don't think you can be together right now if we try and make sure that like I'll say this now I don't still feel 100% comfortable having Sam here Rook reacted pretty badly we need to try and get him to be like more chill with people but like not in a weird way like just try and like not be all business because that would also be helpful for you personally <laughs> but like good for the party i think while we're all stressed about this because that's adding to it and adding to your problems and that's not good i know he mm. he was always shy yeah. and five years with the wizards i don't I don't yeah. know. I don't That's... know, maybe. He'll we'll get see. better. Yeah. I think. We'll see. And if you ever need to talk to me about it, like, that's, we've been through so much shit, there's not been, not been much time, but if you need to talk to me about it, I'm happy to talk about it. My same to you, Bertie. <sighs> and well, we'll see. Whatever you did to upset Caius, he. The school. The phoenix, the tattoo, the armor. You've probably been to his house, even, so... Gertie's ears flick up. He looks like he's about to say something, and he's like, You haven't? No, he keeps telling me it's not done. Like, something, like, passes across Gertie's face. He's like, Not done? Like, yeah. like the garden's not done. Like, you know, he's, he's working on something. Else. He's always working on that. He's got so many little projects running along. <laughs> he told me that the house isn't ready for people to come over. But from what we learned tonight, I can assume that oh. to Caius, you are not most people. No, no, no. I've been over to his house a lot. I... I don't know if I should be sharing that now. I I mean, I haven't mentioned it, but, you know, that's because it just feels different being over. It's a beautiful house. He would have, he must have invited you. Surely, maybe it's, you, you come like, you know, you can come when you can. So, and like, you guys have like met up in town and stuff like that. He's, he's mentioned that. So, you know, you mentioned that. So maybe he just hasn't had the time. Newman's never mentioned going to his house to me. But that, if Rook didn't know about the school until this morning. Rook didn't know about the school. Why did Rook not know about the school? I don't know. Caius is a like mystery. I just, why do I know about it? I'm just saying, Bertie. We spend a lot of time together, but like, I don't. I don't want to assume that I'm exclusive, like an exclusive friend to him and that I know everything that he knows because he just tells me all the time, but like, I wouldn't... You haven't been to his house! Never even once. Okay, meanwhile, in the workshop, uh, Sam is going to try to get both Newman and Caius's attention. Um, It'll be quick, because Newman's yeah. going to sleep. Um... <laughs> 
This is was also going yeah, to Yeah. Yeah. This is very quick. This is an extra dimensional space. <clears throat> right, Newman. Oh, if he's about to make me as a player feel stupid. Oh. Um <clears throat> Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely is. I have an, a hypothesis I want to test if it's alright by you, Caius. I don't know what that means. Okay. Uh, Newman just stops him. He goes, if this is like a extra dimensional space in a dimensional space, do not. No, that is a recipe no. for disaster. I am aware of that. Um, the reason I'm asking Caius is because my hypothesis is that in theory, we're not in the warding wilds right now. From a surroundings, m- metaphysical, magical point of view. I'm guessing through this hypothesis that we may be able to cast spells unimpeded from the wild magic in here. So the reason I'm asking you, Caius, is that I would like to ask your permission to test that hypothesis, considering how uncomfortable you are with wild magic. Um, oh, boy. Um, well, that all, uh, makes, uh, your hypotenuse makes sense, I think. Um, and Caius is going to look over at Newman for, like, clarification. Like, does it make sense? Uh, yeah, actually, it does make a lot of sense. I was actually gonna try and do this in the morning actually just with something quite small um low risk but yeah it technically does okay um i trust it right see i was going to go high risk simply simply because i i have those reserves left and I think going the high-risk route means that we can be more certain with less experimentation. I was just going, because I know that when I casted my spells early today, I felt strange. Yes. and So I, I was just going to try something mundane and quite small to see if I still felt that. Perhaps we should start with something small. And maybe in a corner, further <laughs> away. All right. You're right, guys. You're you're still. No, that might be that might be a bit much for you. I was I was going to suggest uh, a cure wounds on you, but that might be a bit much. Um. All right. Uh. And Sam's gonna go to like the the furthest corner he can get from everyone else. Alright. Guys, there's low no risk. shield out. There. Low risk. Shield of faith. In front of him. And you see, these these are familiar gestures to you, Caius, because you know this spell. Um, and t- there's a shimmer around him of the shield of faith. 
There's no resultant wild magic. All right. That looks like it's worked. Can um, I ask a favor now? You can ask it. What happens when you step out? Okay. So he goes to step out. And there seems to be no pull on the magic from out here. I think it's... And, like, Ross and Bertie at this point, you two probably see uh, Sam just step out with a shimmering glow about him, just looking around. You're not quite sure what he's doing. But... If you could see his, if you can, if you're in a spot where you can see his face, there's like an inquisitive, determined look on his face as he steps back in. I've, there's no pull on the magic out there. I think, I think the wild magic is at the moment of casting. Um, Newman turns to Caius and goes, high risk. Um, I mean, if there was definitely no effect, um, uh, I guess we tested if you're comfortable. Okay. This is more about whether or not you're comfortable, Kais. Well, uh, thank you. Um, I think if, if you didn't, um, experience any, anything with the first spell and I, we should give it a go All right. in a safe environment. All right. And Sam's going to step into the same corner and make a few arcane... Uh, yeah, yeah. Arcane gestures again. Um, and he disappears. And you hear oh his... Oh, my God, he's killed him! <laughs> um, and... <laughs> And he, you hear his voice coming from nowhere. I take it from that that I am, I am successfully invisible. Ah, oh, uh, I was not afraid <laughs> at all. <laughs> yes, so it seems. All right, and still no pull on my magic. So I guess going forward, and we should let the others know that if they have any long-term magical spells that need to be casted it best be done of a morning before we set out yeah or if we need to take a rest to heal maybe slap the uh the workshop up on a tree somewhere and i mean it's quite delicate i wouldn't <laughs> slap it but you, I get you know what i mean Oh. All right. Well, no, there. Yeah, this is good. We'll let the others okay. know as well. Sam reappears. But probably in the morning. Yes. Yeah. You're um, not quite loud. It's fine. I know at least. I was just going to ask oh, where sorry. is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> All right. And yeah, with that, Newman tucks himself into a very, very snugly head roll. Mm. And um, what do you mean? Eh. You're, it, I mean, the bedroll itself is probably com like comfy, yeah, but you're in a workshop. 
Yes, and Newman finds that as a very comfortable environment. He's a little kid. It's subjective. Going under the car. He is 10,000% not the first time he has slept in this work. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. And that, that will come into consideration. <laughs> All right, yeah, so Newman's comfy and asleep. Okay. Hoping he wakes up in the morning without any events happening over the night. All right. So, were there any last things that people wanted to do? Yep. Um, so, <laughs> I suppose Ross, like, said that last thing, and then Sam, like, pokes his head out, glowing, and then goes back into the room. He's like, that was weird. He is very yeah. pretty. I'll give you that, though. I can understand why. <laughs> Thank you. He... I'd never let myself consider it, but yeah, he really is. Huh? <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how things go when things are a bit calmer. Um, but I can understand. It must feel weird for you. Um, yeah. And thank you. I I appreciate that. You. Oh, you're right. Um, yeah. Uh, whatever whatever you did, Bertie, from what I heard tonight, it doesn't matter. I know. Caius cares about you. I know. More than anything else. Care about each other. Uh, well, um... Uh, Ross, um, can you help me? Um, I don't know what... Yes? Uh, Okay, um, he, like, uh, lets go of Ross and, like, um, picks up, like, a little box next to him, um, and he stands up. He's like, can you give this to Caius? Absolutely, I can. And, um, Ross would probably, like, recognise it's kind of like a box that, that Betty's shop uses to package larger items in that he must have had in his backpack. Ross would probably deduce, um... And so it's like a fairly sizable box, um, and the words sorry are painted quite poorly in pink ink on the side. <laughs> you get that for him and say it's from me. Because <laughs> whenever presents are given to him and I say it's not from me, things go astronomically bad, as we've discussed many times before. So, um, yeah. I will give this to Caius. Awesome. I'll keep watch. Tell Lonnie to just like um to come out whenever she's she's had a rest. Yeah. Good night, Bertie. Good night. Sleep well. I'll take care of everything. But it kind of like draws out his sword and just kind of yeah. tries to do a dashing pose and then um <laughs> kind of <laughs> just shrugs. Is like, well, I tried, and then yeah. sort of turns to keep looking out at the clearing. Ross is going to give him a little kiss on the top of the head before she goes back inside. Oh, <laughs> Bertie blushes, but he's very—he looks very pleased, like in a, a fond way. Yeah. Uh, she will go inside and go. Kaya, Kaya's probably just finished falling asleep. She's gonna crouch down next to him and she's gonna go, Caius. Caius. Hello. This is from Bertie. What is? This package that says sorry on it. Oh. Okay. He wanted me to give it to you. 
Thank you. Good night. Um, good night. For goodness sake, can you all please go to sleep? I have watch in like not very long. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, good night. Caius is gonna as quietly as he possibly can uh, crack open the box. Roll me a stealth check. (laughs) Roll me a stealth check to not disturb Anya. Mm -hmm. Does it matter? That's unusually high for Caius. That is a 13. 13. Like, it's it's very quiet, so I would say that, like... Anya doesn't say anything yeah. about it. It's, it's got a dirty 20, and she's just probably like, gauged that he's yeah. attempting to be yeah. quiet. <laughs> like, when you open a door very slowly, and the creak just... It just goes longer. It's one of those. Like... <laughs> Rook wrap, wraps her like fiber blanket like even more tightly around her head. <laughs> As Kaya's opens it, there's a brief pause and he just goes, like a mouse. <laughs> and then looks in the box. That's incredible. Um, so uh, there's a few things in the box. On top of it, though, is what's clearly a torn out page from Bertie's book which has a very short note, which is short for Bertie in any case, um, in pink ink again, which reads, um, oh, it's in written in like very like big, simple letters as well, um, that Bertie has probably tried to like, um, has, pr- has probably learned this is the best way that Caius can like focus on the words. Um, and it says, hi Caius, I'm sorry for the magic thing before. I wasn't thinking and it was bad. I'm sorry for hurting you. I didn't mean it, especially when you were already feeling a lot of things about Ravenna and everything and telling me you felt bad. You're right about how things have been gone so far. It's been shit and it's normal to feel shit about it. And I know you want to go back and we will soon. For now, I tried to make something that might make you think of home in a good way or hopefully at least cheer you up better than I can with words. Don't worry, I didn't use magic. I used the other thing. I've been watching out real careful and I'll keep everyone safe. Sorry again and thanks for being my friend. Bertie. Um, so that's what the letter says. Um, and if Caius looks inside the box, um, there are two things. So firstly, there's like a strangely, like it doesn't look completely natural, but a strangely wobbly flower. Um, not an arcane smile, it's instead like a, um, a purple hibiscus. So in full bloom, even though it's in night, uh, which to Caius he might remember is a flower he grew from seedlings one time and immediately ran all the way to Bertie's house to show him so they could experience like the brief time that they bloomed together. And um, there's also what mostly looks like a stuffed toy. Uh, so it's roughly the size and shape of a watermelon. It's kind of in that same weird wobbly like way that the flower is. Um, but it's clearly meant to look like a bee or a birdie's approximation of one. Uh, the toy has an extra scrapper of parchment pinned to it, which reads, I was trying to think of Martha or maybe Frank. I'm sure they're safe and we're doing the best we can now to keep it that way. I believe it. <laughs> A smiley face. Um, 
<clears throat> Caius is just gonna sort of look at it. Um, is the toy like a, a soft sort of a toy? Yeah, yeah, like a stuffed toy. Yeah, okay. it's like fuzzy if you touch it. Um, so Caius is gonna look at both of these things um, and sort of there's a bit of a pause and then he just sort of nods a couple of times to himself. Um, <clears throat> he's gonna put the note and the flower back in the, the box um, which he's going to very slowly and quietly creak shut um, and just put it next to his pillow um, or whatever he's using as a pillow, which is probably like a piece of cast iron or something or other. Um, and Caius will just sort of pull the blanket up over himself and just sort of curl up into a ball with the little bee toy. Toby, can the toy squeak when Caius holds it? Yeah. Yeah. No one's getting any sleep. Anya <laughs> lets out a very gentle sigh. <laughs> <laughs> and as everyone except for Bertie, who is on watch, uh, goes to sleep, that's where we're going to end it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Thank you for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. I think it's going to get to the point where Darby's just going to be like, guys, we're not starting the podcast until you all like Sam. Okay. <laughs> Let's go around the table. He's going to give us like a triple A meeting. Like you're not leaving. We're not starting. <laughs> it's like, dude, we understand, but also it's been a day. <laughs> You'll be like, why? Come to the party. He's done nothing bad for you. Except the- <laughs> he's done nothing good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Sam. Uh, of, um, like, They're all just like, you can't well. sit with us, actually, Sam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be cool to sit at this table. Ross is just like, hmm, I don't know what to think about Sam. Ross like turns to like walk towards Sam and he's like, you better not. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> Anya just starts playing Dua Lipa's new rules at like ear splitting volume. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>